15 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables the raw the bad the ugly the podcast where we tell you what we like didn't like and was just flat out horrendous it is your favorite tag team partners me still the pearl it's miller all right so we just did a podcast about triple h and this podcast right here SummerSlam edition we're gonna give you our raw bad and ugly as far as what we liked didn't like and was just fucking horrendous um but before we get into that, do you have a match to watch for, sir? Um, hmm. My match to watch. I'm trying to think of... Besides, obviously... You know what? If I have to pick another uh, match to watch for... Well, I won't say another match to watch for, but my next match to watch for, uh, would I would probably have to give it to John Moxley versus Roosh. Roosh. From Dynamite, um, it actually opened Dynamite. Yeah, it was. I already knew when it was on paper. I was excited. I reposted about it several times just because I know both of them are heavyweights and they fight like that. Um, and I knew it would be a chance for Roosh to shine. Um, I think I was telling somebody that I know that John Moxley is not losing this interim championship anytime soon. So I know when he challenges these people, I'm basically getting a dream match. That's what this mm-hmm. was for me. Um, it was hard hitting. Uh, and they both, you know, basically traded shots, but that that's both of their styles. Um, and uh, I think it elevated Roosh a lot. And oh, it yeah. showed that. Yeah, oh, definitely. But but elevated him in a way that people who knew he was dope were reassured, and people who didn't know are like, this is Roosh, dude. So all in all, go out of your way, check out Roosh versus John Moxley um, from Dynamite. Yeah, and then I like the, the challenge after that match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lionheart. Yeah, that and that promo was good. Yeah, that was a good yeah, promo. That was a good promo. Uh, I'm, you know, it got me hyped. I'm like, I want to see Lionheart, Chris Jericho. I wonder if he's gonna wear like the the pants too. Uh, is, is he a little too chubby to wear those pants? <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna bring back the Lionheart look? He got some new ones made. Yeah, uh, but no, I'm I, I'm excited. I want to see this match. Um, I wish we could have got it Friday, because <laughs> that's how it, much I'm uh, actually anticipating that match. But um, anyway, news and rumors. Um, news and rumors. Um, I just read that Paige or Soraya is actually working with um, AJ Lee uh, on you know doing in ring stuff, but she has no immediate want to um, come back to wrestling at this time. 
Um, I don't know if that's injury related or what have you, but it's cool that she's like taking bumps and um, wrestling and whatnot. Uh, you know, I read between the, the lines. I read the tea leaves. You're getting the itch, but you just don't know if you're going to be medically cleared to actually do it. So you don't want to sit there and get the fans too hyped and say, oh, yeah, I'm trying to make a comeback. Yeah, I don't want to be yeah. too. Because this is the first time I think she's able. Well, who knows? But mm-hmm. this is the first time she's publicly said she's taking bumps and stuff. Um, Max Dupree is back with Maximum Male Models. Um I actually don't mind them. It's kind of funny to me, their whole yeah. little gimmick. Um, but he's back with them. If you know anything about the backstory to that, he originally was taken off because he rubbed some people the wrong way, namely Vince. And he said that it was that the angle wasn't working because it's the way that he's delivering the lines and et cetera. Um, and then he actually kind of spoke up back and was like, no, it's the lines, I guess, is the story. And he was <laughs> like, oh, shit. Um, but he's back with the group which makes sense to me because that's how you created them and then just to yeah. abruptly take them out looks stupid and then nobody's mm-hmm. gonna care and it'll be one of those things Yeah. so you can already see Triple H's effect um, on all of that um, Tony Khan still actively looking for TV for ROH um, it sounds like they could end up on TV or on Turner on a Turner channel mm-hmm. I don't know if that means uh, like HBO Max because digital is a big deal for him and he keeps talking about that and talking yeah. about that um, and then last but not least, we will probably see Kevin Dunn um, finish with WWE not too long from now, I think. Um, only because he doesn't get along with Stephanie McMahon. And then um, rumors have it that he's not the best of friends with Nick Khan either. So you already have two people who don't really like you and they are the co-CEOs. Kind of doesn't really work in your favor there, buddy. Yes. So yeah, you could see him out of there, which might be a change in production. We'll see. Damn. Well, no more crazy angle, camera angles making me feel like I'm gonna have a fucking seizure. Yeah, people get cut. Hey, <laughs> oh. you don't. I mean, but that's what happens in a takeover, yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh, no pun intended. But that's what happens when doom, the new doom, regime. In. Doom, 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 what is you gonna doom, do? Yes, yeah, takeover. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Well. I guess somebody can wish him well in his future endeavors. I hope nobody hires him to do TV for wrestling. Please, God. We do not need to see that. Ugh. It makes my head hurt thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't think I ever really knew his true role until you just said it right now. Oh, yeah, he's the producer. Yep. The, yeah. I've always heard the name. Uh, Fucking I know he was kind of in that story, too, and then he wasn't. Like, no, nah, he didn't have nothing to do with none of that shit. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, let's get right into it, man. SummerSlam happened. Nashville, Tennessee. And Titans. Tighten up. And they, and they feel. Uh, it's actually a beautiful field. You ever uh, been through Tennessee? In, in I mean, I've seen it passing by. Yeah, yeah. Nissan Stadium. Well, Nissan yeah. Stadium. Can't wait till the Bears build their new stadium. That's all I say. You know? I don't care how much uh, they talking about they're going to put a dome on Soldier Field. That, that, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, that shit dead. It, it ain't going to happen because the Bears don't care. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Because my dream one day is to go to a WrestleMania in Chicago. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that shit. It's going to happen because the Bears are going to build the stadium. And, and I'm looking forward to a SummerSlam in Chicago because there's nothing better than summertime shy. I don't care where you're from. 
It ain't nothing better than summertime in Chicago. I stand on that. But anyway, I digress. Give me your raw from this whole show. Um, My raw from SummerSlam, if I have to pick one, I would have to give it to... See, it's so hard just because... I... I'm going to give it to the Usos versus the Street Profits. Because to me, that was the most entertaining match. But I also have a caveat to that, but we'll obviously get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought as a blowaway match, it was, to me, this was like, I, I would be shocked if Triple H didn't produce this match. The reason why I'm saying that is because it gave me that takeover feel of, like, when we would see someone challenge for the belt and they couldn't beat Shinsuke. Or like, you know what I mean? And we were like, damn, that was close, but no yes. cigar type deal. Um, because you, you, everything made you feel like this was a street poppers time. And for mm-hmm. whatever reason, it didn't happen. So people thought there'd be a turn or yeah. whatever. But I think um, either there's more of a story to this because they, the Usos can't keep the belts forever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you also can't be in a situation... Where, if it's not the Street Profits, who the fuck is challenging the Usos? Because <laughs> there's nobody yeah, yeah. else. It can't be the new, can't be New Day. You got nothing else. So, in that instance, I, there has to be more to it. And another part of the story that Triple H maybe is adding to it, I don't know. Because you don't have another viable team to challenge the Usos. I think this is where the process of splitting the belts back up... Happens? Has to start happening that process has to start to materialize they can just stay the smackdown tag team champions um i think you just with how much the tag teams have been handicapped it's crazy because like you really don't have any other baby face to go against the usos except for new day but then you got them in the storyline with and even in NXT, you don't have really the anybody. Raiders. Like, you couldn't surprise us. Like, think about it. Back in the day, maybe we could yeah. be like, well, they could, you know, the night after SummerSlam, maybe mm-hmm. do a surprise thing with, like, an FTR type team. You don't even have that in NXT. Nope. So you couldn't even do that. And that's where he's You know, been I didn't want to go there and say the way Vince had fucked up the tag team division. But damn, like, you know what? I just you got about nothing. It. You can't even he's do RK literally... Bro because Randy Orton's hurt. You got yeah. nothing. Because you don't plan. I shouldn't say you. He didn't plan for yeah. that. And there was no, you know, so you just do whatever. We're probably just going to do Street Profits versus the Usos again. So mm-hmm. it's just weird. But I don't want to complain so much on my Raws. As far as the match goes, I love the match. Very yeah. entertaining. Surprising finish. Very entertaining match. And I'm just very curious. You surprised for real? Yeah, because I don't see why the Street, street Profits would lose. Because where the fuck do you go from here? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. I can see that. So that was the only, and that's why, well, we'll talk about it. But anyway, what's your rock? But I think that even even if the Street Profits won, you're still stuck in the same scenario, though. Where do you go from here? Because who challenges? It's easier to do I want my revenge than, you know, than I want my shot again. True. Because I think... The reason why it was so hard for you to be like, uh, you know, what is going to be my rock? Because Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, we've seen that on multiple occasions. Um, 
Bobby Lashley in theory. We've seen that on multiple occasions. Uh, the Mysterios in Judgment Day. We've seen some form of fashion of this. Every week. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. We've seen it time and time again. Um, so then when you got the majority of your matches that you've seen over and over and over and over and over again, it makes it hard to say, yeah, this was good. Which is what, you know what, surprised the shit out of me. Because my Raw, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Because, one, this was just a totally different type of match. <laughs> like, it's crazy that you gave me this shit so many times and you were still able to entertain me. From the jump. From when Brock threw the damn mic at him and he caught it with ease. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, that shit was hilarious if you haven't seen that video. That's all right. Yeah. I was watching. Yeah. Um, but they gave us something different. This was the first time I didn't know Brock Lesnar was in a last man standing match. When the last time you actually saw a baby face lose one of these type of matches, mm -hmm. that's been a long time. Um, they completely just fucking destroyed everything. Yeah, they tore that shit up. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a bad match. I just, it was carnage. It was yeah, it was, it was like... Demolition derby, man. Yeah. I And would you believe that this is probably one of Brock Lesnar's longest matches he's had since returning to the WWE? 23 minutes. Easy. It's how long this match was. Yeah. When the last time you saw Brock Lesnar in a match that long? It was the go away, what's his name? Yeah. It doesn't happen often. And I think this actually fit what Brock Lesnar actually brings to the table now. Because it is less wrestling and more about destruction, hurt, pain. I'm going to just fuck you up type of shit. And, um, man... The way they did this match and the way they ended it, even having Theory threatening to, to try to uh, cash in. The only thing I wish they would have did, that, that would have became a triple threat match and he lost it. <laughs> like they just beat the shit out of him and then uh, Roman still wins. Because technically, Theory would have to be down. And that's probably why they didn't do it. Because how do you do those rules? Now, mm -hmm. in a triple threat, like, does Theory get knocked out? Who knocked him out? Right. Who gets that 10 count? So, I, I see why they didn't do it. Um, I just, his time is not now. So, I actually want him to not win that money in the bank um, contract. And this time is going to come. I'm not saying that it ain't going to come. I'm not trying to take anything from Theory. Just not now. Right. Um. People would turn on that motherfucker so fast. But was one of Vince's problems, though. You understand? Like, this is what you went through with Roman Reigns. Is you try to push him too fast. And then people were just like, fuck no. Mm -hmm. Instead of, like, finding that right moment. Right. What was going to click? How did it connect with the fans? Now this is our time to push it. Um, but, yeah. This match was actually good. I like the whole destruction of it all so 
Um, what was your bad, sir? Uh, my bad was, I, I'm going to have to say the finish to um, Usos and the Street Prospects. And the reason why is because, like I was saying before, where do you You're go You're in your bad. Yeah. That's why I said it was weird because I did not expect this and I did not understand it. The reason being is, like I said, you don't have any other tag teams really that are viable options unless you do something crazy. You don't have that shock value tag team, I, I feel, to throw in there unless I get shocked by something tomorrow night. Um, so with that being said, with at least if the Street Profits won, you could do the Usos wanting to get the belts back, and that could give you some time to build somebody, anybody, mm-hmm. something. Um, but instead, it's like the Usos keep it. So now it really makes me question, like, okay, so what's the direction? Or is there none? Or, like, what do you do? Now you got another problem with the belts not being split. It's the, you know, it's just a yeah. lot of different things. So it's like, hmm, where, where do you go from here as far as something entertaining, something that makes sense, and something that... that works yeah especially because all you've been doing on smackdown per se is just having these matches with the viking raiders like once again in some form or fashion you've had some type of match where one of the viking raiders go against one of the new day or the new day going against viking raiders or the viking raiders and some other tag team or a couple of individuals going against the New Day and a couple of other individuals. Like, you gave us all of these things, but yet, all we've seen is the New Day really kind of get their ass whooped. Mm-hmm. But yet, you still haven't established the Viking Raiders as probably being that number one contender. Right. And this is where Vince McMahon has screwed the tag team division. Or... We haven't seen, like, um, Chad Gable and what's his name, like, build right to become a tag team. All we we seen them do is just be some lackeys, try to come out for uh for theory, try to come out and attack Brock Lesnar, get their ass whooped, or they about to have a match. And then they just get their ass whooped. We haven't established the Mysterios as being well, somewhat... Cause, right, because they're locked in with, uh, with Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. You haven't established Judgment Day as being a viable... T- so there's like, yo, you haven't... You actually have some teams. But you got to do something with them. Yeah. Especially because, you know, I like Otis. He's actually entertaining. And I can see... Chad Gable and Otis actually being a babyface team. But you haven't did anything that just says, oh, oh let's go this route. Um, my bad. Only because it was something uglier than this. I admitted to you already, I felt like this was the worst match of the night. But it wasn't the worst match of the night. If you... You'll get it when I when I get to it. But Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. First off, this match was short as shit. It's four minutes thirty five seconds. It's <laughs> just like, what was you gonna be able to accomplish by getting you? It was like you did this just to show that Ronda Rousey is gonna be heel. Right. But you didn't establish 
Liv Morgan as a champion. She just got lucky and won. Controversial win too, because she was tapping out at the mm, same time. At the same was, time, and yeah. and it was like, why are we doing this? Like, I would have much rather Liv Morgan just actually get the pin. She didn't tap out, and Ronda Rousey just actually being upset because she didn't feel like her shoulders were down. Mm-hmm. Something like that. The simultaneously. Tapping out in the three count, I just didn't like it. Overbooking. Yeah, it was just too much. And the match was sloppy. Just even for the four minutes and 35 seconds, it was just sloppy. And, you know, this was the match that was supposed to lead into your main event. I mean, supposed to be your two top women wrestlers outside of, obviously, Becky uh, Lynch and and Bianca Belair. But, like, this is... This is the top two on the blue brand. And this is the type of match you gave us. That shit was trash. It was fucking horrible. And I just, for the life of me, couldn't understand why, honestly, you know what they could have did? Because the one match that got a lot of time was Pat McAfee and Happy Corbett. Mm-hmm. They could have actually nixed that and gave those extra ten minutes to Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. They could have had a fourteen minute match. Put on a show where you you show Liv as this force to be reckoned with in the women's division, and then you can have the controversial ending to that match, leading it to. Ronda Rousey, Turning Hill. Fans would have went crazy. Like, oh shit, she did it. And Liv Morgan looking good. Further putting her over as a baby face. But really, all you did was like, damn, maybe we we were wrong. Liv Morgan probably don't deserve this fucking title. And yeah, Ronda Rousey, Turning Hill, but... It, it was kind of trash the way they did it. You know, mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, man. I just felt like there was no thought in in how they booked this match. It was just like, all right, go out and do this. Get a quick pinfall, and, and that's it. it. It's funny you say, wait, are you done? Yep. It's funny you say that because that's why Hot Tag, this was my ugly. Mm-hmm. Because... It's almost like they had no plan, but because we put it up there, we got to do it. I almost feel like for this, they could have honestly done some back, like backstage angle mm-hmm. where like somebody, Nancy Kerrigan, live or something, and then it turns out it was Rhonda because she's like, she's not on my level. Anything. Because yeah. this shit was bullshit. Five minutes from of weirdness because it was so clunky. Like, what the fuck? I almost was thinking like, are they protecting Rhonda from an injury or something? Is she hurt? Mm-hmm. Somebody hurt and we don't know about it, but they were doing stuff that wasn't like hurt people. Yeah. I just didn't understand anything about it. It's hard to even be elaborate on it. It was just fucking re- like when it ended, I was like, what the fuck was that? What is this shit? Mm-hmm. Like this, I, I thought like Liv got hurt or like they had a quick end it and then they did the, and I was like, oh, so to me, I almost feel like this was one of those things where the plan for the match was so bizarre, maybe or fucking stupid 
that Triple H was almost like, "Well, this is what we'll do, cause this shit ain't mm-hmm. this ain't it." Yeah. And so it scares me. Like, what was he gonna fucking do? What was Vince gonna fucking do? Yeah. Like, oh shit. So like to me, that's why this was ugly because it just it screamed to me like what you said. Like, we just got to get this over with because we advertised it and mm-hmm. did a whole angle on TV. We got to do something. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what you did though. Ugh. So when you say give him more time, I don't know. Seemed like to me there was no plan. So it did not need more yeah. time. Because I didn't need to see that for another 10 minutes. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, it got yeah. bad in there. Because yeah. the fans were already kind of on edge. Like, the fuck is this shit? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, if they go any longer, they're going to revolt. Oh, it's over. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this is definitely yeah, why it's my ugly. Because this shit just, it, something was weird. I want to know the back story to this. But I'm going to give you an ugly that was even weirder. The Mysterios. Versus the Judgment Day. And you know why this match was weird? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, you, you, I'm pretty sure you don't know. So when I tell you, you're going to be like, yeah. But I'm going to let you guess first. Uh, Ray Mysterio botching the finish? No. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was what like. So, that's your, that's your guess? I'm going to give you one more. Uh, why this match was fucking dumb. It was stupid. It was... Oh! I know why. Was this a no disqualification match and there was tags? Yes. Okay. And I didn't get that either. Yes. I was like, well, wait. Why yes. are we tagging? Why yes. is everybody everywhere? Rhea Ripley not inter- interfering and shit. Like, she, like, this match was a no disqualification tag team match. And nothing chaotic really happened. This 90%. Maybe even 95% of the time, this was a traditional tag team match. So, like, for me, that's why I didn't, like, is that a Vince thing? Like, it was hard. I'm going to have to give it time because was that a Vince thing? Was that a Triple H not realizing it? Or, like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, the match itself wasn't, like, fucking horrible but it wasn't Liv Morgan it was do- Ronda Rousey no but it was it's no disqualification it's no disqualification it is no disqualification <laughs> and you, it was like you did this whole thing just so you could bring Edge out and give him a special entrance because that's really what it was all about it was like you did this for the special entrance when really Ed should have just came out, speared them, and then they got the pin, and they won. Why, for the life of me, was this a no disqualification match? Rhea Ripley barely involves herself in this whole match. I'm talking about allows Dominic to grab uh, Finn Balor's leg. When he's about to hit the coup de gras, like, why didn't you push him? And he hits the coup de gras, and that match was supposed to be over with. Like, th- there were things that were going down in this match. I'm just like, isn't this a no DQ match? Because it's three against two right now. It's a no DQ match. Why the fuck are they tagging? Why isn't it chaos? Why isn't it... Which actually could have built to the match that was happening... 
two two matches after that. That actually could have been a prelude to this is the chaotic fucking tag team match. This one's going to be more under control because Jeff Jarrett is going to be the special guest referee. He's going to really enforce this. See what happens when you get this chaos? And then you see what happens when you get an actual controlled match? Man, this match just screamed. Just chaos. Let's just move around this motherfucking ring. Put on a, a Texas Tornado style type of match. Was it one of those situations though where they didn't want to do anything crazy because you know how sometimes they'll do this thing where we can't have a crazy out of control brawl because that's how the show's going to end with Brock and Roman Reigns. Do you think but, maybe that has something to do with But if that's the case, just change it to a regular fucking tag match. Yes. You can do that. Yeah. Because ah, nobody knew that it was the no disqualification match until fucking SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's the details, man. Yes, because I had no clue that this was supposed to be a no disqualification match at all. Yeah. So it was like, no, you can't sell me on this match. This shit is stupid. Why are they tagging in and out? Why are they following the rules? I don't understand this. There's no rules. Why, why are they following the rules? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I just, I couldn't, no. From the moment I finished that match, I was just like, nah, this is, this is ugly. This is ugly. I don't give a fuck about an edge coming out and everything. This right here. This shit right here. Was fucking trash. Period. So. Um, that's how raw, bad, and ugly. Let's talk some wrestling though, because I got some. Uh, I had a question for you. Okay. Much like how, and I know I've said in the previous podcast that you know I actually respect Ronda Rousey for the for the work that she's put in on this craft of wrestling. Um, I actually don't put this match that she had with Liv Morgan on her neither. Uh, somebody. Poor wrote plan. some bullshit. <laughs> Just wrote some bullshit. Um, Logan Paul. He's starting to gain even more of my respect. Sort of like how Bad Bunny. Uh, somebody who actually came in and actually took the craft seriously. Wasn't just out there just trying to be a star. Wrestling. Somebody who actually is like I'm going to bring in some movesets. I'm going to do this and that. Actually, I feel like Logan Paul is starting to develop into a wrestler that you like. You you know, you, you like the flippy shit. As Randy He's Orton, right, as, still... Whereas Randy Orton would say. No, I mean, he definitely can develop yeah. more. Um, I just don't know how serious. I get he, it looks like he take. It's hard for me to take him seriously. I think that's my only block. Like, I got to see more before I feel like he takes it seriously. And it's not just a, one of those things where I'm doing it and people like it. And then when he gets bored with it, he's done. Like, that's my biggest thing. Yeah, but, you know, I wouldn't... I think you should put it in a different perspective. I think you should sit there and say, I don't... He actually has the talent, but does he take wrestling seriously? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he has the talent... But because I think he takes it seriously, because I think he 
develop these movesets to put on display. Mm-hmm. I mean, this motherfucker's doing fucking moonsaults off the apron. I mean, he's doing frog splashes from the top rope onto the table. Like, so he's doing things that, I mean, it was just what we talked about. People having to take these bumps. Actually having to take these bumps. Yeah, putting in the work. Putting in the work and doing it and being safe. And this dude did it. So, obviously, like, we're not going to crown the motherfucker yet. But, if he continues to develop, how far can he still go? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to say because I have a personal opinion because I don't like him that much. So, it's hard for me to say. I don't... I mean, I guess in the WWE system, he could go far. I, I can't see him being like WWE champion or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of those guys that they could bring back to do stuff every so often. But I just, I can't, I can't see him taking it seriously. Like, what what happens when they tell him like you're you're not gonna win, and you're not doing a frog splash to the outside through a table? It's gonna be a fucking regular match. Like that's where to me is the judge of how good you are is when you're not going to do any of the crazy shit. You're just going to have a match. Can you do that shit? Mm -hmm. If he could do that, then I'd be more willing to be like, yeah, I can see his trajectory being high, but off of two matches, I'm like, yeah, it was, you know, exciting. That's cool. But I feel like, you know, he's he's on the same level as bad. Miz matches you probably would ever see. He's (laughs) right. He's on the same level as Bad Bunny to me. Like, Bad Bunny was like, I was like, wow, he put in the work to try to do it. So he did that. Cool. Mm -hmm. Are you going to surpass that? I don't know. Do you take this shit seriously? Because Bad Bunny could have another match and somebody asked me the same shit. And I'd be like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know how long he signed a contract for or for what. Right. Like, um, is he going to be a regular? Is he going to be like the Miz, go from reality to doing this? And right. This is his job. Um, I don't know. Um, but I think if that's the case, his ceiling can be pretty high. I would change up some, some movesets. Um, like, I was thinking like he should have a finisher where he used the Judas effect. I think that's not something that's being used in WWE. Mm-hmm. And we know wrestling. You steal from other people. You know. CM Punk stole from uh, Kenta. Shit like that. Um, I can see, like, to me, uh, a wrestler his size, a move like that can benefit him. Um, especially, like, if he ever has to go against a bigger dude. So you don't have to re- rely on... When you want your ceiling to go higher, mm-hmm. you don't have to rely on the high flying. Which is one of those things, too, like with Montez Ford. The days, and maybe with Triple H, and once again, this might be one of those things. This is a Vince McMahon thing. And maybe that's where my mindset is at. The days of being able to high fly and win WWE championships are kind of like over. It just doesn't happen. Vince McMahon, 
like Randy Orton, don't like the flippy shit. So, could he add some of that and then do some of these power moves at the same time to merge the two? I think somebody his size and build, that's going to benefit him if he learns how to merge that. Um, he could end up just stealing the Miz's move and, and do the skull crushing finale. That's not a bad finishing move, actually. Um, it's like a reverse Irish sweep or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you get to bang your head on the ground. Shit. Um, but I think his ceiling can be high, man. Just yeah. But I'm with you. But it all depends on how seriously he wants to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? How how excited were you with Bailey and Io and Dakota Kai back in WWE? I mean, it was cool, but again. I, the group is weird to me, so I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it does gotta seem just, like an odd couple. Yeah, there's got to be more. I got to find out what the thing, what's the manifesto, like what's the point. Once yeah. I find that out, then I'll have an opinion. But just seeing them, it was like, it's cool. It's not like they, like my thing is they've been in WWE, so I'm glad you're yeah, yeah. using them, but are you going to use them right? I'm still on the fence because I don't, I still don't feel that Vince isn't in control somehow. <laughs> yeah, so I just, yeah. Yeah, now if this was in control, this wouldn't happen. Remember, he that's true too. To shoot this shit down. Um, yeah, you know, I'm with you on. Like I thought it was an odd pairing. Like that, it didn't make any sense to me for these three to be together. But I think what made me excited was like, damn, Triple H is in control because. Io Shirai, I mean, we haven't seen her on, right. in, on and TV. Every, and, for everything we knew, she was about to be leaving. So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dakota Kai obviously was released. Um, and then Bailey finally coming back. And then hearing the reports of how... Bishop they pitched Dan, it yeah, and he mixed it. Yeah, and then uh, it was another group. Um, actually, they was supposed to do a stable with uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Mm. Um, and Vince McMahon... Nixed Nixed that that one too. So, um, shout out to Fightful Select too, by the way. That's information. Um, So, no, I think I was excited. And I like that match too, leading up to this happening. Bianca Bella, uh, Becky Lynch. I I like the story that was told. Um, I think it told a different story from the other matches. Becky Lynch actually chose a body part to attack and made it difficult. For uh, Bianca Belair. Um, but anyway, your overall grade for this pay per view? A B. Yeah, I'm going to give it a B, but it was very close to being a C. I mean, I'm talking about very close. Only because it, it was like, it was the Mysterios and Judgment Day and Liv Morgan around the Rousey really just kind of was just trash and then the fact that we got so many recycled matches yeah that's the biggest thing yeah I mean it was close but if Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar didn't uh, deliver like it did it would have been like a DC that's just what that would have been um with that said, be sure to check out 1515 and have another content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. Find us on um, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast you choose to use, such as Stitcher, Spotify. Um, just type in 1515 you find a podcast such as Equal Opposites, Love Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, and Slurred Truth. If you want to just go straight to our podcast, 1515Ave.com, you should be able to pull down on that uh, podcast uh, part. You see all the podcasts. Also, you can click on that Facebook or Instagram, follow us. Um, be sure to click on the Amazon banner too. Those support the site. We would greatly appreciate that. And with that said, it is me, Stir the Pearl. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, and